When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. He's going to play in the national championship game. The plan is to elevate the standard. Elevate the standard. Elevate the program. Continue just raising the standard. It is caught. Touchdown. He's intercepted. He's taking it to the house. Our guys want to do right by each other. We build more respect for each other. We want to play harder for each other. Ten, five, give me six. Everyone could just get that much better could be a monstrous result. This is the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by Pepsi. Go Ducks! Drink Pepsi. Now let's talk Oregon Ducks football. Alongside Mike Jorgensen and Joey Mack, here's the voice of the Ducks, Jerry Allen. Once again to the show, and then there were two or three or four. <laughs> uh, you can't start looking ahead, can you? That was good. Jerry Jorge and Joy. Uh, yeah, it, it, no, it is one. It's just one game. It's Arizona State this week down in the desert off of a nice one at home. And I think, I don't know, to paraphrase what Coach Cristobal said, you take whatever win you get and you enjoy it. It may not be pretty in some ways, but – uh, that game Saturday was defensively a gem. Offensively, it was just like hit and miss at times. Yeah, but, no but rhythm. We talked about no rhythm. Isn't it amazing that you win by 28? <laughs> you were talking yeah. about 
and yeah. there's something that wasn't satisfying about it, and that's exactly the way that you hope the team feels, Joy. I mean, is it's it's that piece of it right there. And I, I guess I would have to say, after the two buys, defense played great, offense didn't. Not that there's a coincidence, but it is interesting how that worked out. Isn't that though where Oregon's program wants to be? That you know you you don't play your best game, you win thirty four six, and we're sitting here saying, boy, there's still some more to be accomplished. And like I asked Brady Breeze today, you know, where are you at defensively? Like, are you guys at eighty percent great, ninety percent great? Like, what's the number? And he said, yeah, we're at like ninety percent. Like, I think there's still more there. I mean, that's what you want, right? You always talk about teams peaking at the right time. You want to peak at the end of the year. Oregon, I think the Ducks still feel like they have a little bit more room to grow and look, that's where this team is, right? If that's where this team is and there's still more to grow and you don't play your best football game and you still pretty much dominate the entire game, boy, there's a lot of programs in America that oh, yeah. would kill to be in that position. No doubt about it. It's interesting, too, at the end of that game, we're looking at who can we look at as the offensive player of the game? Did anybody <laughs> do anything yet? It didn't feel like it. Oregon had six explosion plays for, for scores or big gains, and then Justin Herbert just had another fantastic ball game. Yeah. Quietly. Quietly, right. Yeah. I mean, here I am looking at it, and he's 20 of 28, four touchdowns and interception, almost 75% completion percentage, and we're searching for a player of the game. It's like, what what wasn't? And yet, you know, they just make plays, and uh, the defense just continues to play lights out. That's the, that's the bottom line is, you know, offense, again, I think is playing at a really high level, too. Uh, they're always going to want more. Defense is going to want more, frankly. But, you know, when you start taking a look at the way the defense has played these last few weeks, pretty unbelievable, frankly, from beginning to end and everywhere in between. It's been neat to see. New challenge this this week, though, Joey. I mean, it's you know, it's Oregon's one and zero now, headed to their second game, and it's on the road. And that's right. And Oregon's fans have traveled so well, and they've responded to that. And they're going to need them this week. They are. You know, weird things have happened in the desert. You know, I mean, some weird games have gone on between oh, Oregon yeah. and Arizona State. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that one and zero mentality has been really cool to to hear about. You know, like guys, we heard about that. You know, first few weeks of the season. But now as the season's gone on and, and you're really in the middle of the grind, that 1-0 mentality has really, I think, rung through with this team. Like, now you're starting to hear all the guys in their interviews talk about it and like, hey, th- no, this is really how we approach things. And they're going to need it on the road. You know, th- this is a team that, guys, I mean, they made no bones about it a few years ago, didn't play well on the road and, and hadn't played well on the road the last couple of years. And they've actually been really good on the road this year. I mean, you look at the numbers and a lot of times you see the – you know, for lack of a better phrase, the splits between home and road. And Oregon's numbers line up pretty darn good between home and road comparisons. And, yeah, the fans, though, man, have been have been awesome. I mean, the, the amount of times that I hear on the sidelines the Let's Go duck, Ducks chant come through. I mean, you guys hear it a little bit. Oh, but sure. I, yeah. I'll just be sitting on the sideline. All of a sudden I look up. It's like, whoa, where's that coming from? And then you yeah. see a bunch of Duck fans everywhere. That That's cool. And I think there's going to be some of that. I mean, I know the Phoenix area is one of the bigger alumni bases, actually, for the University of Oregon. So I'd expect to see a lot of green and yellow out there. It's a quality yeah. team to play in this weekend, too. No, it is that, a quality that's, team. That's the whole thing. a quality it. coach, too, yeah. Yeah. You know, and Herb Edwards. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Arizona State's always interesting. Uh, but I, I'm going to lay this football team success. The offense is really good. I love it. And they can do some fire things. But Oregon's defense is pretty amazing. And Panay Sewell, by the way, talking about offense, uh, where did I – Top graded offensive lineman of the nation. He made the cut for the uh, Outland Trophy. Six left. I think on Monday or Tuesday, they'll uh, they'll make that decision. But Oregon's defense: seventeen interceptions. 
And that's without, Two field one, goals. that's without one last game. That, that was surprising. Yeah, without yeah. one. Yeah. Had, had a couple right in their hands. Yeah, had a couple who of coaches the cornerbacks anyway? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to figure out who and see if you can teach those guys to catch every once in a while. So he's not going to think that's very funny, but we'll get him up here anyway. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's take our first break and come back. By the way, Johnny Johnson the is going to join us a little later on, our Pepsi Player Spotlight. But coming up next, Dante Williams, cornerbacks, the guy who's uh, right in the middle of all those interceptions that Oregon is gathering in with still several more games to go. He is up next as we continue on with the Oregon Football Coaches Show from the Oregon Sports Network at Learfield IMG College. Duck fans like to score points. And with the OCCU Duck Card, you'll score four times the points because you'll earn for everyday purchases and you'll get five points per dollar on duck tickets, merchandise, and alumni gifts. You'll also pay zero interest for 12 months on purchases and balance transfers. That makes the Duck Card your wallet MVP. Apply online at myoccu.org slash ducks. Variable APR 11.74% 21.74%. Balance transfers must be complete within the first 60 days to qualify for 0% APR. Call 800-365-1111 for additional terms. Start your next adventure at the RV Corral, where travel trailers and fifth wheels are your way to a summer of fun. Relax in the comfortable and stylish Keystone Cougar, America's number one selling brand. Family-friendly features starting as low as $28,995. Whether you need lots of beds, storage space, a kitchen island, or outdoor entertainment, with Keystone Cougar, the options are endless. Summer won't wait for you, so visit either location, Highway 99 in Eugene, and now conveniently located off I-5 at Coburg on Roberts Road, or shop the inventory at rvcorral.com. Enjoy the adventure. Make sure to stay updated on all the action. Under pressure to sack. All the time. Chance it home. With content from all seven Pac-12 Network's channels on Pac-12 Now, where you can access live events. Just a moonshot. And original programming on demand with the ability to customize the teams you want to follow and the content you want to see wherever you are and whenever you want it. All the teams and all the access. All with Pac-12 Now. You're listening to the Oregon Football Coaches Show. Oregon Football Coaches Show. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family, and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
Welcome back in to the Oregon Football Coaches Show brought to you by the RV Corral. Enjoy the adventure. Dante Williams, cornerbacks, our guest. And I want to throw this out there right away. We talk about all these interceptions, 17 of them. But Oregon has not given up explosion plays this year. That's huge. Uh, like teams have, and, and again, that the back end of that defense is a big part of that. Coach, thanks for joining us here tonight. Could you teach Jorge, who is a quarterback, how to be a cornerback? You know yeah. what? I think I could. Uh, yeah. Just give us a couple of days. I think I could do that for him. Uh, have some speed in that ain't here, I can tell you that. <laughs> we'll protect you. <laughs> Let's talk about before you got to Oregon. In fact, when you when you, when you you started playing football, you you played at Idaho State, right? Uh, Syracuse, and then, you know, little bumps in the rolls, and I ended up having to transfer out to Idaho State. Idaho so, State. Yeah. Okay. So we got you out to the West anyway at the yeah. in, in time. Yeah. Um, the coaching tree, what 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 brought you or what got you into coaching? What attracted you to it? Uh, to be honest, you know, I'm playing football and, you know, got hurt, had my ankle reconstructed, and my agent was like, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, your ex-coaches, whether it was, you know, the, the little bit of time playing professional or college and different things like that, they always talked about how smart you were. And he was like, have you ever thought about coaching? I was like, no, I want to <laughs> play football. I don't want to coach. He was like, yeah, I know, but your ankle is getting reconstructed. I said, don't worry, I'll be back. So I came back and played another season, but that, that whole season, I mean, like, my brain is telling me I could do one thing, my body can't do it. So I went and gave coaching a try, actually, when I had another surgery on my ankle, and I'm out there coaching with a cane and everything. So it was it was like almost like an 80-year-old coaching, and I'm still in my 20s. But so I went out there and I gave it a try. And, you know, the biggest thing for me was when you play football, especially, I mean, I'll be honest, when I played, I still was a little childish. So I think, you know, it was more about me when I played football. You were so worried sure. about yourself. And once I started coaching and I started seeing, you know, because I started coaching during college. So a lot of those guys, you know, when you get to during college, whether they didn't make it academically or they were overlooked athletically, and I'm helping so many of these guys achieve their goals. And that's when I realized how much I love coaching because I liked helping others at that moment in time. And it was so much bigger than myself. Wow. So that's what kind of drove me to coaching, seeing guys go off to college, get degrees, and, you know, seeing them get scholarships, just seeing that aspect of their life and seeing them grow. And that made me look like, you know, coaching was a thing for me. Dante, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. Okay, okay. So West Coast guy pretty much – you know, all your life. I yes, mean, other than you yes. talk about Syracuse, but right back to Idaho State and kind of in the West. Nebraska might be a little bit of a anomaly yeah. to that, but you've been pretty much a left coast guy. Uh, well, see, the whole thing, even with Syracuse, it started out because I was going to UCLA. And at the time, uh, the head coach at that time got let go, uh, Bob Toledo. And when he got let go, the DB coach from UCLA, Syracuse hired him. And I liked him so much, I just followed the coach. Mm. So that's how that all came about. And you know, but majority of my time has been on the West Coast, but I, I truly feel I could adapt anywhere. Now, you, you are a tremendous coach. I mean, the numbers and the kids that you have speak to what you and your staff does on that side of the ball, but you're a recruiter. I mean, there, there's, you know, you got to have something special inside of you to recruit the way you have, and not just here at Oregon, but San Jose State. No, in fact, everywhere you've been, uh, it's been talked about your recruiting skills and how special they are. What? Is is it just fun and easy, or is it something harder than coaching? Because they're two separate things. Uh, to be honest, recruiting has got to the point to where it almost like it sells itself. And by that I mean, like I always say this, and it doesn't matter if I say it here or if I say it to, 
you know, someone else. And the best recruiter are your actual players. And it's not just the players on this team, it's your past players. Because all these guys nowadays, all the best players, I said this before, all the best players, they all know each other. And your reputation on how you treat people, the reputation on if you help them develop more than just football, but as a man and in life and everything else, you know, they all know each other. Now some of these kids that I coach, like, it's crazy to say, but it's like almost like I coach their uncle or I know their dad. And it's different things like that. So they know who I am as a person. And that has helped me tremendously out when it comes to recruiting. Like my players now, I mean, shoot, they darn near recruit for me because it's so much easier because they believe in the Oregon brand. They believe in what we're doing and they believe in in me. So it, it makes it so much easier when these guys come on campus because the things in which we tell the recruits, the things in which that we preach to them, they ask the players on their team and they realize they're all true. Mm. You, it, from the standpoint of of position, obviously cornerbacks – is what you work with, DBs. You've worked with linebackers in the past and yes. that type of deal. Do you recruit those positions only, or do you also get involved in other positions as you identify players depending on elsewhere in the country? Uh, you know, every place is a little different, right? So I've been places where I've recruited all positions. Uh, I've been places where we kind of just only recruited our own position. And at Oregon, you know, it's like – we pretty much all recruit together, but it still comes a time where that player has to have a special relationship with the person that he's actually going to coach. Yeah. But at the same time, you want him to get him like feel he's welcomed by everybody because it is a family. And granted, the person that is actually coaching you may feel like almost like, I don't know, a brother. He may feel like a, a uncle, but at the same time, the person who's not coaching you, but he's another coach on his staff may feel like a second cousin. So you have to have that relationship, and you kind of all want to know each other. You hate to have a kid step on campus, and he only knows one coach. He needs to pretty much know all of us, just like we need to know him. Right. Now, you, you're from the West Coast, lived in L.A. Do you do you recruit mostly in areas that you're familiar with? I mean, Oregon is a national brand now. Correct. Or do you find yourself going all over the nation? Uh, I mean, if you look up right now, I'm everywhere. Really? I'm everywhere. So, I mean, it's it's a plus to be here at the University of Oregon because, like you say, the brand, it speaks for itself. And it's also, you know, I'm fortunate and I'm lucky to have the head coach I have because he's uh, – Cristobal allows me to go wherever I need to go to recruit because it, at the same time he sees these films, he sees these players, and if we're able, to, you know, to go out there and recruit them because of the Oregon brand and he allows me – you know, to do those particular things. I'm, I'm fortunate that I can go out there and hopefully, you know, with the rest of the staff, get this job done. You got here January 2018. What was the connection with you and Mario? When did you guys first meet? Ah, uh, want to hear something crazy? Yeah. The day of the interview. Wow. <laughs> no way. Really? So, uh, like, I, uh, Cristobal is, I mean, I, it's, it's hard for me to say this, but I, this story is, you know, he, talked to me one night I was in Nebraska and he talked to me one night probably about 10 o'clock at night and he talked to me on the phone for about 10 minutes he talked to me on the phone for 10 minutes and he said oh you know let me call you right back he was like what are you doing tomorrow I was like nothing he was like okay let me call you right back he must have called me back in five minutes and he called me right back in five minutes and he was like can you uh fly to Miami tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I was like, uh, yeah, I could fly to Miami tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. He was like, all right, I'm on my family vacation, but I'd rather just fly you out here. Let's get this done. So he was on family vacation. 
And, you know, usually you fly all these places, head coaches, they'll have, like, somebody else pick you up or you fly in. You know, you really never get the chance to spend time with that coach. So I I land in Miami. Cristobal himself picks me up from the airport. Cristobal himself. You know, we actually go sit down. We have brunch. And we sit there and we talk for maybe about four or five hours. And it was more than football. Really, we we didn't really talk football. And the main thing was he told me, he was like, look, you wouldn't even be here on this interview if I didn't already know you know football. I already did all my research I need to do on you football-wise. I want to make sure it was a fit, you know, with our personalities. It's a fit that just as much as I've heard about you and the things I hear are true. So we sat there for about five, six hours, and we talked. And, you know, right away, you know, shoot, by the time I left, I had the job offer. He worked everything out, and the school worked everything out with my agent. And one thing led to another, and, you know, I was here. And the biggest thing for him, like he told me on this interview, you know, I was like, well, you know, if I come work for you, he was like, no, you wouldn't be working for me. You're going to work with me. And since I've been here, that is the honest-to-God truth. I've definitely worked with him and not for him. Culture. That's a yeah. great story. That is a great story. He is Dante Williams, cornerbacks coach. We have more time with him. We're just going to do a quick break. We don't have enough yeah, time no, with I know. Him. We can go the rest of the hour with him. Let's get away and come back again and continue on the Oregon Football Coaches Show, brought to you by the RV Corral. Enjoy the adventure here on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. The ins and outs of all things Ducks. This is the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. 
Welcome back to the Oregon Football Coaches Show. Jerry Allen and Georgie and Dante Williams, our guest. And, by the way, uh, one of the, I was going to ask you this earlier on, but we'll get into some football stuff. But a new defensive coordinator this year, Andy Avalos, comes along. How did that change your your back end of the football? Did you guys have to adapt to very much? Uh, no, because a lot of us, you know, football is football, right? The biggest thing to me in football is the verbiage. And, you know, kudos to, to Coach Avalos and Andy because he he was able to make sure that we adjusted easily to the verbiage in which he wanted done. Really? So, I mean, he, he's been a defensive coordinator for a while and extremely, extremely, extremely smart. So he had so many things already prepared that it almost was like the coaches were back in school a little bit because he was able to go in there and drill us on certain things and give us already handouts. And at the same time, he, we were able all to work together. Some things in which that maybe we feel, you know, need to be changed. He was open to that. And a lot of people are not open to that, right? Cause it's my it's, way. It's my way. I'm the defensive coordinator. It's the only way it's going to be. And he was open to a lot of suggestions. He was open to change. And he was even able to adapt to some things. So in that room, I mean, we all worked together. And, you know, like I say, that's a from crystal ball down. And it, it could be completely different in the defensive room. But with Andy, it's not different. He's open to a lot of things, and we're able to all work there and together. And, you know, it got to be more if it's just coaching, 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 and it's just work. I hate to say it, but if it's just work, it's going to be miserable. I mean, we spend over 100 hours a week together. So it better be a lot more than just coaching. <laughs> we better have some laughs. We better be, you know, it's, it's fun when you win, but what if we're in there every day and something went wrong, like the Auburn game? And we still got to come back to work. You can't all of a sudden say, oh, something went wrong. We're not coming today. Like, we still got to be up in there, and we still got to, you know, be upbeat, positive, because, you know, the next game's coming no matter what. No doubt about that. <laughs> you know, you talk about, and Jerry, I appreciate asking about Coach Avalos. I'm going to ask about Coach Hayward, because not only do you guys work close as a defensive staff, and as a staff as a whole, but the DBs work together, and you, Correct. Coach Hayward. Talk about working with Coach Hayward. Uh, You know, it's easy because I've been knowing him for a long time. So, and we've worked together before in the past, and we already had a relationship beyond just work. So we were already friends. You know, once we didn't work together, I went to San Jose, and, you know, he stayed where we were at together for a little bit, team up north. Uh, <laughs> it made it easy because we stayed in contact. So it wasn't like when I just showed up here, it was like, oh, yeah, I know Dante from, I don't know, five years ago. It wasn't that you know, type of deal was like we already had a relationship. We were already friends. So it was easy to adjust. And some people can't work with their friends. Me and him is totally different because we understand, you know, what needs to be done. And we're both all in it for the kids. So it's one thing when you get there and you're all in it for yourself. But when you got two people that's all in it and all about the kids and making sure they get better, it's so much easier to work together. Not, not only for the coaches, for you two, but for the kids. Correct. Knowing that you two get along as well and work together as friends as well as coaches. Correct. Because nowadays, like, shoot, these young men are, shoot, they're extremely, extremely smart. So if we didn't get along, how can we tell them to get along? They and they, they'll be able to see it, yeah. feel it, everything. And, you know, me and Keith have a great relationship to where if all of a sudden, even if something that he sees the corners doing that he maybe he thinks could be changed, he's able to just talk to me and say it, but not only say it to me, he's able to say it to the kids. And some coaches, you know, they get so defensive and they think that you're stepping on their toes and everything else. Right. We, we don't have that problem here where every coach coaches every player in every position, darn it on every rep. 
So it's no egos. And that's that's major. Yeah. So it's got to be done. It correct. Got to be done. Correct. It be successful. Correct. correct. You, you got a great group, and I hate to focus in on just three or four of them, but the three or four that we see all the time: Diambrore, Thomas, and a couple of really good freshmen that are right. playing for you. Those guys are playing tremendous football, but w- with your freshmen, what may what has allowed them to to be able to play in such big situations so quickly? Uh, honestly, it's the two older guys, the two older guys, because it you know when I. When you step into a situation like this, it would be different if, you know, all of them were freshmen would have some issues. But now with Diamador and Thomas was able to be with me last year, they already had an expectation and knew exactly what I wanted. So it's so much easier when you step into a room and you have people that are doing the things in which you're trying to learn to do. And everybody learns multiple ways and everybody learns differently. Some people need film. Some people need to do it themselves. Watch somebody else do it. Some people could take it just by you verbalizing it. And... Diamador and Thomas are able to do all of those things because they were already with with me for a year. And so it's so much easier for those freshmen to step in it, especially when those two older guys, they don't panic in big situations. And when we recruited Mikhail and we recruited DJ, you know, those are things that you get the chance to see because just because it's a great player doesn't mean he's a fit here for us. And when those guys took recruiting trips, they liked those particular players and those players liked them. So it made it so much easier. Like all those guys, they get along. It's like family in that yeah. room. Uh, that's cool. I do, I do know that all those guys play video games. Yes. They're, they're video yeah. gamers. Yeah. And, and somebody said you kind of like to play video games a little bit too. Yeah. I, are you anywhere I, what they are? Because no. They haven't. Okay. Because that's, that's what they said. So. <laughs> no. I'm sorry right now. I don't have time to play. Oh, and it, I feel don't. bad because I don't ever want to play them now because I, I hate losing. <laughs> so, for me to play just to go out there and be the, you know, the dummy, that's not going to work for me. Thomas came in and he he lit up the room about who was the best. Of course, it's him. Yeah. Regardless if anybody's beat. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and he didn't he didn't throw you under the rug, but we were wondering if he was going to eventually, you know, but he didn't. Oh, no, I heard something Thomas said that threw me under the rug. He told me that I would lose a one-on-one rep. I'm still waiting for Thomas to line up in front of me. <laughs> oh, I do I think yeah, I do remember a, that. I got I to gotta wait till we get ready for the bowl game where I don't need him for that Saturday so I could just go ahead and press him at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> what makes what makes a bound, what makes a field corner and a boundary corner? Because uh, we hear that term. Yeah, didn't hear, you used yeah. to hear it 10, 15 years ago. Correct, didn't we hear correct, a lot more? correct, correct. A lot of people just do left and right, and, you know, they do different things. Some people just take one guy and match him up against somebody else. Well, I feel like all these guys can play. So we don't need to just go match somebody up on someone. And when you do left and right, a lot of our defenses, you know, our safeties are like coaches, our safeties that play on the field. So when you play both sides, you have to learn a lot. And it's different things that offenses do to the boundary and to the field. So when you play boundary and field corner for us, like you focus in on particular things, for one, as far as your own assignment. Two, you kind of have more of an idea of what you're going to see from the other team's offense. And then three is different specs. You know, a boundary corner is probably going to be a little more physically stout, right, a little stronger, uh, be able to press, probably a little more press-oriented. He's going to be able to win a one-on-one matchup. And then he also has to tackle – and fit things in the box like a safety. It has to be a little more physically demanding of a position. Uh, Phil Corner is going to play a little more off, right? A lot of his adjustments comes after the ball is hiked. The boundary, a lot of his adjustments comes before the ball is hiked. The field, a lot of things happen like on the fly while the play is going. He has to be able to adjust. He's going to be probably a little more, you know, fluent in the hips 
has to be able to play a little more in space. So it's it's different body types. It just so happened like usually the boundaries are more of a six one six two guy, but for us, I mean they they similar in heights, but trust me, they're completely different when it comes to playing, and they know that. But at the same time, you know, kudos to them because they both can do the other's job, which we've seen especially now from Thomas right. recently. But trust me, Diamador can play out there to the field also. One final question. I wish we could keep you here all night because I love listening to you talk about your players. <laughs> we talked about this before we went on, and that is that your best defenders sometimes are offensive guys, wide receivers. Yep. 17 interceptions this year, and you told us – a lot of that is because they know how to catch the ball. They do. They do. Like I, I was talking to you about earlier, uh, a lot of these guys, too, they still think that they're better receivers than they are DBs. So, you know, I guess me and Coach Hayward just haven't convinced them enough yet. But uh, Javon thinks right now he could be our best receiver on our team still. And when the ball's in the air, he shows that. He picks the ball off. Uh, Thomas still thinks he's a – at the at the line, can nobody press him? And he has all this offensive film and everything else. I still wish Thomas lined up in front of me, but that's for a different day. Uh, shoot. Uh, De- and Diamador, like I say, he's never really played DB until he got here. And the list goes on and on and on. Verone just happens to, you know, have good hands. And Nick Pickett was a receiver. And Brady Breeze was an offensive guy. And the list goes on and on. Mikael Wright, you look at his offensive film, you'd be like, shoot, why isn't he playing tailback or slot receiver or something? So, you know, a lot of these guys, when the ball's in the air, they truly believe the ball is theirs. The quarterback is almost throwing it to them, and they're making plays on it. Well, uh, you forgot one very important part of why they're doing what they're doing. It's because of the way they're coached. I mean, yeah. you, know, you can take a great athlete or receiver, <laughs> but uh, these guys know what they're doing because you guys are coaching them up. It's part of the culture that Mario Cristobal has built here, and you're part of that, and it's pretty special. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, it. We could talk to you for a whole long time, but we got John, <laughs> We got one of those guys on the other side of the ball who probably could be a DB too, Johnny Johnson the third, right? Yeah, he's gonna play. He'll play in the box safety for me. He wants to play corner, but <laughs> okay. no, he's he's up next. <laughs> he is Dante Williams, cornerbacks uh, coach. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. We learn a lot from you, and we will have you on again. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, we're gonna get out of here and come back. Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Ninkasi Brewing is a proud partner of the Oregon Radio Network. Independently owned and brewed in Eugene since 2006, Ninkasi offers an array of craft beer styles from their flagship Total Domination IPA to Crisp Pilsner and their rotating experimental draft Whitaker series. Find Ninkasi at University of Oregon football games this season and visit their tap room in Eugene's Whitaker neighborhood. Open seven days a week. More information at ninkasibrewing.com. Make sure to stay updated on all the action. All the time. Jams it home. With content from all seven Pac-12 Network's channels on Pac-12 Now, where you can access live events. Just a moonshot. And original programming on demand with the ability to customize the teams you want to follow and the content you want to see wherever you are and whenever you want it. All the teams and all the access. All with Pac-12 Now. We are Thunder Green. Ducks football from Learfield IMG College. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. 
then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Pressure comes, dig it to him. He's going to try to run away from it. Does Herbert throws it downfield? Touchdown! <laughs> Johnny Johnson the third. Here's second and goal, and here's a quick throw out and a walk-in. Johnny Johnson the third and a walk-in for the touchdown. Herbert going to throw off play action. Looks right, gets hit as he throws deep, wide open. Catch made. It's going to be a score. Johnny Johnson the third. Into the end zone. Johnny Johnson the third with the touchdown, Herbert. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'm Joey Mack back with you. Johnny Johnson the third is our Pepsi player spotlight. Johnny, uh, thanks for being here, buddy. Yo, appreciate it. So appreciate you having me. We told him during the break that you know we just have a lot of fun at Johnny's expense and everybody else's expense. Uh, that's pretty fun, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it, that's that's the most fun I have in my entire life. I like on that it. field. Do you think that you actually could have skipped backwards into the end zone like Jerry said on the call? I think I actually could have. <laughs> How wide open I was. That was crazy. Johnny Johnson, junior wide receiver out of Chandler, Arizona with us. Uh, you're going to go back to Arizona this week. I imagine you're going to have a lot of family there, aren't you? Most definitely. Probably like over 40 people. Really? Yeah. It's going to be fun. So is this when you start talking to all of your friends and teammates like, you know, a month ago? Like, hey, I might I might need some tickets. Like, what do you guys got for me? Uh, Yeah, I started like a couple weeks ago asking just to just to get as many tickets as I could, but you know some family members gonna have to buy some. Right, yeah, Johnny Johnson with us. Uh, Johnny Johnson the third. Um, so multi part question here. Um, I don't know if any of your teammates have warned you about some of the questions that I'll ask you here on the show. Have they? No. Good. This is perfect. This is oh, gonna be man. a great interview. Okay, so <laughs> scared me. Shane Lemieux was on the show for uh, the first time, first coach of show of the year, mm-hmm. and Shane's been on with us a few times. So I I just straight up asked Shane. Shane, what do you want to talk about? What do you want me to ask you this time? And he said, well, I was really thinking about that, and I wanted you to ask me, like, who is Shane Lemieux? Like, he wanted to dive into the deep stuff. So okay. we did. So now I'm starting every interview this year with who is Johnny Johnson the third? Uh, Johnny Johnson the third, fun guy, uh, hard worker, uh, very likable person, um, the greatest teammate you could have. Uh, I don't know. I just like to have fun. I like it. Yeah. Greatest teammate, huh? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. That, we, that's the first time we've heard that this year, which is actually a little bit surprising. That's great. <laughs> so you're a third. Yes. Tell us about number one and number two. Uh, number one, he actually fought in the Vietnam War. He was a great guy. He was a professional bowler, professional photographer. He did a lot of things. Really? Yeah, he did a lot of things. So he was a. He was a. He actually was in professional pool competitions. Like he, <laughs> he was all around. Like dude. trick shots or like yeah, competition. Like, no, like competitions, like to make like thousands of dollars like wow yeah like 
yeah, so my grandpa did a lot of things. Uh, my dad, uh, he he did the best he could raising me. He grew up uh, real real poverty, but, you know, he did his best. And, you know, me, I'm here. You turned out pretty darn good. Yeah. I'd say that they have a lot to do with that, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. So That's you're at Johnny Yams on Twitter. <laughs> Johnny at underscore Yams. So where'd that come from? Uh, Yams? That, that started in seventh grade, actually. Seventh grade? A long time ago. Um, it was before a Pop Warner football game. I was staying at my coach's house. It, it just so happened to be the best way that I could get to the football game in the morning. And uh, before the game, the only thing I had to eat was uh, yams that morning. So okay. ate that, had like three three touchdowns, a pick six, and my coach just started yelling uh, Johnny Yams. <laughs> like <laughs> it was it was like the it was like the weirdest thing ever. So and and we filmed those games actually. So sure. there was like a CD of it, and I'm watching it later. And I'm just hearing him yell it on the sideline. And then next thing you know, kids are calling me it at school, and then it just kept going on. So did you already have a Twitter at that point, or did you oh. make your Twitter? Okay. No, like, I don't know. People were just calling me that, so I, I thought that was <laughs> – I don't know. That was, like, my nickname. That was the best I could do. That's great. Okay, yeah. so you also – you said that you like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that you said that. This is a perfect segue for us because Johnny was kind enough uh, with uh, myself, Scott Phillips, and, and Rob Mosley. We came up with an idea, and really by we, I mean Rob. This was Rob's idea. i got to give credit to Rob for this one, that it was a bye week, and normally Scott Phillips puts together a throwback Thursday. Right, Johnny? Mm-hmm. You see him on the oh, football? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so – we didn't really have one during a bye week. Like, what do you do? You throw it back to last bye week? That, that's boring. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that. Mm-hmm. So Rob was like, well, let's throw it back to last week for the, for the celebration. So uh, for those of you who haven't heard it, haven't seen it, Johnny was kind enough to give us play-by-play of a particular kick return that led to, I will say, one of the best celebrations I've ever seen on the sideline. Let, t- take a watch. Take a listen. Kickoff coming up. Michael right inside the five. And it's going to go back and be at the one-yard line. 45 seconds left on the clock. I'm, I'm standing next to Herb. We're looking at the kick return team come out there. I'm, I look to Herbert. I'm like, what if he cribs this? It sounds like, well, that'd be pretty cool, you know. We'll go kick a PAT and we'll go into halftime. 10, 15, 20. Here he goes, 30. Got some speed, 50. I look straight to Herbert, and I'm like, he's cribbing this. And Herb's like, you called it. And he starts shaking me, shaking my head, and we're shaking each other. I'm shaking Johnny's head, and I, I apologize after the game. but Not going to catch him. What, what, literally, what's coming out of your mouth at that point? I think just, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, t- a few things here. One, thanks for doing that for us. Uh, fans <laughs> loved it. In yeah. fact, maybe the best comment we got from it was actually, uh, this is the content we need. So, thank you to you for that. I have multiple <laughs> follow-ups here, okay? Okay. Did Justin actually apologized to you after the game? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Um, no, he actually did. He texted me. I, f- I just forgot about that. He actually did because I, t- I had sent him the tweet like when when yeah. the when the video had first dropped. He's like, I'm sorry for I'm sorry for shaking you so hard or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it was funny. Clearly, your helmet worked. Oh, for sure. In yeah. that regard. Yeah. So also, you have uh, given Oregon fans, at least to my knowledge, a whole new definition of taking it to the house of cribbing it. Yeah. Cribbing All right. It. So you gotta tell us. I mean, is that is that a Johnny Johnson original? Uh, no, I've heard that like my whole life. Okay, I don't good. know. That's just, but that's whenever someone's, I just always say, take it to the crib. I love you it. You know, cribbing it, taking it to the house. Well, and Mikhail did, didn't he? Oh, he did. And he did it. He did it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. love it. I love it. Uh, that was, uh, it was a really fun moment, I think, uh, for all of us. How many people did you hear about after, or hear from after that? Like, oh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> my family members were sending me the videos and stuff. It, it was funny. You know, that's one of, that's one of many moments that are actually like that all the time. 
I like it. Yeah. Uh, people have told me since that came out that that's a true reflection of what Herb's like as a teammate. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that a little bit. He's your quarterback. Uh, I think Herb, you know, he shows to the media and to, like, just fans. Like, you know, he's this, he's this calm and controlled dude, and he's so focused, and he's, you know, he's just – but really he's like a big little kid out there, you know. <laughs> he's he's always joking around. He's You know, when it's time to work, he's always going to work. But, you know, like off the field, you know, in between plays and stuff, he's like one of the funniest dudes I've ever been around. So. What's it like catching balls from him? Oh, it's the best thing you can have as a wide receiver. You know, he's going to put it in the right spots. It's always going to be catchable, you know. It's all I could ask for, honestly. We're going to get a quick timeout. It's Pepsi Player Spotlight. Johnny John, excuse me. Johnny Yams is here. <laughs> We're going to get a quick timeout. Uh, you know you're, you're going to hear that the rest of your life now. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I like that, though. Like, through the pro career, you're going to be, yep. you know, when you're 50 years old, it's going to be, oh, Johnny Yams. <laughs> I remember. That's great. Uh, we're yep. going to get a quick timeout when we come back uh, more with Johnny Johnson III on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. When did business insurance become one-size-fits-all? At EMC Insurance Companies, we've known for more than 100 years that businesses have unique needs. It's why from coast to coast, we provide insurance packages that are designed and tailored specifically for nearly 500 different types of businesses. Add our expert loss control and quick claim services, and you can see why customers count on EMC to help protect what they've built. Find an EMC agent near you at emcins.com. We are the men of Oregon. This is Ducks Football from Learfield IMG College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. Back inside the Casanova Center, it's the Oregon Football Coaches Show. I'm Joey Mack. It's the Pepsi Player Spotlight. Johnny Johnson the third is with us. Uh, do your teammates still call you Johnny Yams all the time? Every day. Every life. day? Yes. Like So that it no, really is. Well, most of them just call me Yams or Yam Yam or Yams or Yammy. Like, it's all over the place. You're not even, so you're not even Johnny anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just Yams. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I so, love that. few of them call me Johnny. Who to does? Be 
I don't even know, to be honest. <laughs> Few and far yeah. between. Oh, God. Few and far between. I love it. Uh, yep. Johnny Johnson the third with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about the competition in the wide receiver room. Uh, you guys have had some guys go down, some mm-hmm. guys come back, some guys go down again. I mean, it, it's been kind of an up-and-down year. What, what's this room been like this season? Um, it's been fun. You know, you, it's good to see how dudes can step up throughout the year and throughout camp. And, you know, it's just been fun. You know, the addition of Juwan Johnson and, and the incoming freshmen and, and different players on this team, you know, I think it's been great for us. And, you know, we've grown a lot from last year, and it's just good to see. What did you do in the off season to, to be so productive like you are now? I mean, you've become a true reliable guy. Yeah. Um, I think my off-season work has always been, you know, very intense and very serious. But I think the biggest change I had was a mindset change. Um, I remember a particular day in the off-season, Travis Dye came up to me and just talked about living in the now. And it, we had this long conversation. It was just a random day. like, And it just stuck with me just living in the now and always living in the present, how that how that just, like, makes you play better and makes you have more fun. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you know, that's all you do is you live in the now. When you started playing Pop Warner and Mighty Might Football, that's all you did was just live in that moment. And that that's kind of what I got back to, and that's how I started really locking in and, you know, made me better as a player. It's still a game. It's still fun, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely still fun. Yeah, that's what you – I yeah. mean, you know, that's so funny. I hear yeah. a lot of veterans talk about that. Like, yeah. you talk about the game slowing down, but it's also mm-hmm. the game's still fun yeah, at that point. Yeah. yeah, a lot of dudes forget about that. I think that's the biggest part. That's awesome. That's great to hear. What's it like playing for, for Coach Bo, Coach Bo Knight? Uh, it's fun. You know, he's a he's – a, He's a real lax dude, but, you know, he, he gets on us. Um, he he just likes to have fun mostly. But, um, you know, he gets on us. He gets us right. You know, he's one of the best coaches I've had so far. So, yeah. Best battles that you have in practice are against who? Diamond or Lenore. Okay. And could he still play wide receiver? No. <laughs> Not at this level. You just heard Coach Williams, the reason I asked that, talking about – cornerback's coach, Coach Williams, talking about how – some of the DBs, Javon Holland, maybe the most vocal. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. That, that they could still play wide receiver. Your thoughts? I think Javon might, might be able to. <laughs> really? He might be the one. Yeah, just because how athletic he is and his ball skills, I think he could. So everybody at the high school level, for the most part, you guys are playing both ways. I mean, uh, Yeah, a lot of dudes. So when do you make that call, like in your case, in everybody's case, like I'm going to be an offense guy, I'm going to be a defense guy? I don't know. I think it just comes down to whatever system you're in, whatever coaches you have. I think it's just – you know, fate, whatever it comes down to. Some people get to decide, but, you know, sometimes it just comes down to who's on the team. Why'd you choose Oregon? Um, honestly, I had a lot of Mountain West offers my entire, like, high school career. And then towards the end of my senior year, Oregon had just, you know, by the grace of God, gave me the offer. And, uh, you know, I committed the next day, I think. Really? Yeah. And, you know, I always knew I wanted to come here. It was just crazy that it happened. You know, it was mind-blowing. But I'm glad I'm here. Why did you want to come here? I mean, what? You said you always knew you wanted to. What what about it? Um, you know, I just remember as a kid, you know, just always seeing Oregon like it was just different. It was different from any school that I've ever I've ever imagined. And then, you know, playing video games, I'm, I like every time I would make a and make a player, it would always be on the Oregon team. <laughs> um, a lot of people want to say it's about the uniforms and stuff, but I think it's bigger than that. You know, just as a culture, I think it's a, it's a great place to be. What advice would you give to 17-year-old Johnny Johnson? Um, to be honest, I think I would tell him to stretch more. Really? Because in high school, I did not stretch at all, and I think that's the biggest—that's the biggest improvement I've made, like taking care of my body-wise at Oregon. That's probably good advice. I can tell you for 26-year-old Joey yeah. Mack. I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. Um, handling this national spotlight—you uh, know, everybody's talking about all this outside noise, rankings. You know what I'm about to ask you? How do you guys handle it? I mean, h- how do you keep all that outside noise out? Uh, we just don't worry about it. You know, we stick to what we got to do. We go one and zero every day, like the coaches say. Um, 
like I said, we live in the now. You know, we're not worried about what we did in the past. We still feel like we haven't won anything. No matter what the record is, we still feel like we're day one, week one. So, yeah. Keys to going on the road and taking down Arizona State. Final question for you. Uh, like coaches say, like Coach Mirabal says every Friday, pack your toughness, pack your resiliency, you know, all those things. Go 1-0. You know, that's all it's about because, you know, we're, on, we're, getting on, we're getting back on that plane, just us. So, you know, we, we got to go 1-0. That was great. Pepsi Player Spotlight with Johnny Johnson III. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey. That was great. Uh, we'll have you back next year, okay? Okay. Yep. All right. Johnny Johnson III, kind nice. enough to join us. Uh, when we come back, Jerry and Georgie rejoin me. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience. At SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. To many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. Welcome back inside the Coach's Show, Jerry, Georgie, and uh, and Joey. And by the way, uh, let the friendly staff at Instaprint, always part of what we do here, help you with your next print project, everything from self-serve copies to marketing collateral and large format sides. It's easy with Instaprint. Visit either of Instaprint's two convenient locations, locally owned, operated by Ducks, Go Ducks. So Arizona State coming up. We've been to some Crazy games, Joe. You said it earlier. There's some strange things happen in the desert. Yeah. So you you better you just got to go in and play your game and be who you are, right? I infamously said right before Arion Springs intercepted that ball a few years ago. Uh, I infamous, infamously said to Rob Mosley, "Pick six. And what I meant was just I think there's going to be an interception here. Rob called me out later and was like, "You don't call pick six in overtime. You go down and you win yeah, the game." Right. And it, <laughs> that's not what I meant, Rob. But the point was that uh, 
I will never forget being on the sideline for that and just the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Big pay, big play VA. By the way, Hayden Herrera, who is still at uh, the NBC affiliate in Eugene, it was his camera that the TV guys were yelling about because it blocked Braylon Addison's right. foot. That was Hayden Herrera's camera, yeah. actually. He didn't get a good night. view of it. No, but that that game sums up all the weird stuff that happened. I mean, there, there's been some odd ones. And actually, Scott and I were looking – for Throwback Thursday this week, you guys remember this. It was, what, 56-55? Mm-hmm. And there was a pass to a Todd Heap. Todd Heap, and he didn't make the catch, yeah. and Ducks won the game. I mean, there's been some games well, like that. In fact, Oregon never should have gotten the ball back in regulation because right. they fumbled. Arizona State yeah. ran the ball instead of taking a knee. That yeah. was a lightning storm trip, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> Double overtime. We sat in the airplane and had our whole meal and watched two movies before we got out of Eugene. No kidding. <laughs> yes. Crazy. That was, what, 01? <laughs> Oh my! Two thousand. It was. Yeah, I think it was the Fiesta Bowl year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So yes, weird stuff happens. To yeah. long-windedly yeah. answer your question. Yeah. Be ready. Be ready. Arizona State down in the desert. Uh, it's a uh, four thirty start, which I'm I'm kind of glad it's later. It's early enough, so we're gonna get home before Monday. I think <laughs> that's the point. yeah prime yeah. time though. Yeah, prime time too. So, uh, I'll see you guys there. You're gonna fly yeah. in. You gotta. Gosh, I remember those trips. It's going to be fun. You'll make it. Men's basketball against Houston, everybody. This is a big game coming up on Friday, so don't sleep on that team. They could start 5 Friday. Friday, what time does that start? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock Friday. Men's basketball. Houston at MAC. All right, we're out of here uh, flying out on Friday with a football team. Arizona State. There's only one more this weekend. And there may be a few more after that. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye. God bless, everybody. This has been the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by Pepsi. Go Ducks! Drink Pepsi! The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things. Like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate. Or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.